What's up, everybody? It's Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office desk. Uh, it is a beautiful, sunny October day, about four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, got a carburetor swishing in the uh, carb washer, so I figured I'd burn out a podcast um, right now. So, first of all, like always, uh, thank you, everybody, for um, listening for liking and sharing and following along and all that stuff. Um, I know the podcasts have kind of dropped off here the last few months and I'm trying really hard to get back on that. So, um, you know, thank you. Appreciate it. If you're still hanging around, um, please, uh, feel free to give me suggestions about shows and, and things that you want. Um, I got a pretty long list here already, but, um, I can always take some more. Um, so please, you know, follow on Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine yards. Uh, everything helps. All the little, all the little things help. So um, appreciate, appreciate all of it. Uh, couldn't do it without you. Yeah, and I don't just mean the podcast. I mean the business and everything. So. Um, dig right into this one um if you've been following on any of the social medias you will have seen more than likely my new 64 travel at uh it's bright red and i've been driving the wheels off of it uh so i figured today's episode is gonna be the hows and whys and what's of the uh of how I got into it and all that stuff. So, um, I've been watching, well, let me back up. It is a 64, 1200, three quarter ton, four wheel drive. It's got a 304, four speed, um, NP202 transfer case, um, corporate IH rear end, data 44 front, of course, drum brakes all the way around. Um, so, I have been watching this truck for about 15 years. A friend of mine, a guy I met through the scout club that we had um, started over in the valley or in the Portland area, a guy started showing up and um, he had several really nice internationals. Uh, And as I got to know him, uh, I went to his house one time to buy some parts from him and he showed me his barn and in the barn was this red travelette and I said holy shit what are you gonna do with that and of course it was oh no no it's not for sale Uh, my dad bought it brand new and I'm gonna restore it and you know this that and the other and um, because he had just about he, he just retired I believe and so he had a lot of free time. So uh, he, you know, was adamant about not selling it. Um, and the story on the truck is his dad bought it brand new in 64. He um, drove it all the time. The truck has a ton of miles. It rolled over 200,000 on me here not too long ago. And, and that's after 
so it had been parked in the barn since 1999. So in the previous what, 36 years that it was on the road, it got 200,000 miles, which uh, might not be a lot in today's standards, but a 64 pickup, um, you know, that's that's a lot of miles to put on in the 60s and 70s. Um, so the story was he bought it brand new, drove it a bunch. Um, this guy learned to drive in it. His sister learned to drive in it. It hauled a camper all over the country. It had a, you know, they towed a boat. They went vacations all over the country in this truck. And, um, it's like a friggin' time capsule, you know, oil bath, air filter, every knob, every switch, everything is there. The seats had been recovered once, but they were done in such a way that they look pretty original. Um, and, uh, so yeah, so it was just, it was, it was something else. And so every, you know, once in a while I would say, Hey, you know, I'm still here if you ever want to get rid of that thing. And it was always no, 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 no. Well, then the scout club disbanded and we, you know, I, I hadn't talked to this guy in several years, uh, quite a while. And then I just got a wild hair and stopped by his house and he was, you know, there and, uh, talk some and I was driving international when I stopped by so you know automatically was back in his good graces and uh, so talked some more looked at the red truck some more you know of course no not for sale but now it's I don't know when I'm gonna get to it um, his health has started to deteriorate at this point he'd just gotten divorced um, which is always weird to me when someone's been married for, you know, 50 years and then they get divorced. Uh, I was like, couldn't have made that happen sooner? <laughs> Drag it out a little bit. I don't know. But anyway, uh, so, um, you know, I could start to hear the, uh, the doubt and the, and the um, uncertainty now when we talked about it. And, you know, I just every couple of months keep stopping by and you know his mind started to go he started to get dementia and you know our conversations turned less from you know like hey how you doing what's going on and more into the same four or five questions over and over again oh what's what's his name doing and when's the last time you saw so and so and where are you living now and you know every time it was like that and uh and then he just started giving me parts uh because he's got a pile of parts in his barn and he's like here just take this and just take that uh and i was paying him i wasn't taking anything i was giving him money and you know um and then about, um, well, about two years ago, um, I finally bought a scout off of him. Um, my old girlfriend, Tara, really wanted this scout. 
or wanted a scout. She had a scout and I helped her sell it. And then she kind of had some remorse and wanted a scout too because they were just a little bit more fun to drive. Well, this guy had this kind of a project scout too. And uh, so I talked him out of it um, and drug it back to the shop. And Tara and I put in a bunch of work, putting it back on the road. Of course, I put in a bunch of parts out of pocket. Um, as soon as the scout was a uh, reliable daily driver in pretty good shape, uh, you magically, um, yeah. I didn't need it, wasn't needed anymore. So uh, Tara and I, uh, you know, broke up and uh, and that was it. Uh, as far as I know, the scout's still running around. But that planted another seed in this guy's head about um, selling stuff. And so, you know, um, I would every time I saw him, I would remind him, hey, you know, the scout's going good and thanks a lot. And next time you're ready to get rid of something. And I was buying parts from him still. And then, um, I got a call from a friend, uh, who said, Hey, he's really getting bad. And so, uh, I found out that his sister had gotten, um, power of attorney over him. And so that freaked me out because the last thing I need is some unwitting relative to just donate everything to the church down the street, you know, and, and then it's all gone forever. Uh, so I, um, got a hold of her, explained to her who I was and this and that, and started forming a relationship with the sister. And after about a year of, uh, talking with the sister, um, we all kind of decided that it was time for the for the rig to go. We did, we agreed on a price and uh, trust me, I did not steal it. Um, I did not pay top, top dollar for it, but I definitely paid good money for it. Uh, I, I did not steal this thing. So, uh, and I'm okay with that. The truck is worth it. The history, the fact that I'm technically the second owner of it, um, that kind of stuff. It, it means a lot to me and I didn't mind paying that premium. Uh, so, um, if you saw the photos on Instagram, you know, we, we winched it out of the barn, um, covered in dust, had a camper on the back of a canopy thing and, um, you know, full of cat shit and everything else. And, uh, we loaded up a bunch of parts that they wanted to throw in with the deal and uh, me and super steve uh, the new tech uh, we hauled that thing home with the travel all and began the process of uh, what we're gonna do and uh, so that was um oh man i don't remember the date but uh we had the sierra fall rally was coming up in nine days from when I purchased the truck and we thought you know what would be fun is to slam this thing together and go to the rally with it and so that was our plan so first thing like I you know talk about in all of the other podcasts about starting um, uh, rigs that haven't been moved in a long time you know of course it needed brakes all the way around 
uh, anything that had rubber in it was just deteriorated. The tires were date stamped um, 1994. So, of course, it was going to need tires. Uh, the motor did turn over, and the old guy had told me that he tried to start it regularly, uh, and it did start until a few years ago when the gas uh, was just finally, you know, iced tea colored. So, uh, first thing we did is um, I rebuilt the carburetor because a rebuild kit's like, $24 and it takes me, you know, an hour or two. So I rebuilt the carb. We hooked up a gas can off of the fuel pump, um, disconnected the tank. And I ran a piece of sandpaper over the points, put a battery in it and touched it off. And sure enough, it fired and it actually didn't sound too bad. Had terrible exhaust leak, just cackled like crazy. But, um, it didn't sound bad. No knocks, no lifter tick, no weird shit like that. Um, put it in low range and just crawled it out of the yard. Uh, it had no brakes, so I had to be careful with that. But, um, you know, manual steering, didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. And, uh, oh, and there, there was no clutch because it's a single pot master cylinder. And so the clutch was also, uh, the clutch master was also not working so uh, I just would start the truck in gear and it would just take off and go and so I, I pulled it around the yard a couple times forwards and backwards uh, in low range and it just sounded fine so we ran it into the shop and um, did full brakes all the way around I did I did uh, tune-up uh, plugs, wires, cap, rotor, protronics, uh, new coil, um, fixed a few little wiring bits. I had, um, Steve was a big help on it. Steve did a new exhaust on it. I had manifolds machined flat to get rid of that exhaust leak. Um, I was doing fluids on it. I was draining all of the transfer case and transmission and rear end and I discovered that I pulled the drain plug on the transmission and nothing came out. And so I stuck my finger in there and it was packed with grease and or grease like substance. And so I started fishing it out and mixed in with the grease were chunks of teeth and not people teeth, but gear teeth. So I knew immediately that that transmission had issues. So I called a, an audible and we changed the transmission at like midnight, one night. Um, I had a T19, a two wheel drive T19 close ratio, which is an amazing towing transmission. Uh, T19 closes are the best for towing, in my opinion. Um, so we threw this T19 at it. Um, the clutch looked good. Ooh, excuse me. The clutch looked good from what I could see through the, the inspection window. And so uh, um, we just decided to run it, grease the shit out of the throwout bearing, and uh, 
and put this T19 in. I had a new intermediate shaft made uh, that, you know, because on the full-size trucks, the transfer case is divorced, meaning it's separate from the transmission. So there's a short little drive shaft that goes between the two of them. So I had a new one made just to be safe uh, and, you know, greasable U-joints in there. Uh, I like the Spicer Lifetimes, but there's also something to be said for pumping some grease into joints now and then, um, especially that one. Um, just It's nice to be able to inspect it regularly and, and keep an eye on it because if that shaft breaks, you got nothing. Um, so, um, so, yeah, did that um, new clutch uh, slave cylinder rebuilt the clutch master um really started checking off a lot of mechanical things we put in one of our signature aluminum fuel tanks uh new fuel lines fuel filter uh, we did change the fuel pump uh just again to be safe anything with rubber in it pretty much got replaced uh, full coolant flush oil change um Tires. I changed the tires. I had a set that I've been saving for years. I have a Toyo M uh, M55 Toyos that were mounted on split rim wheels, split ring wheels, I should say. Um, they were date coded like 2006, so they're a little bit old. Uh, I think 10 years is when tire shops don't like to mess with them anymore. But um, I figured for 10 ply truck tires, they would be okay and so far they have been um so we did that and then i started driving it i drove it for two days before uh we went to the rally uh didn't tow with it oh yeah we put in a brake controller too um we fixed some wiring because it had some weird wiring stuff the turn signal wouldn't work um we had no we had no rear signals. Uh, fronts would work, but the rears wouldn't. And if you know anything about that sort of thing, um, it runs through the um, brake lights, or the brake lights run through the turn signal switch. And so if you step on the brake, it cancels out. You know, it's, I'm, I don't need to get into it on how that stuff works, but it just, there wasn't stuff working in the back. And it was through that turn signal switch. So I had to take the column apart. I didn't have another switch. Those things are obsolete. I have an NOS switch in a bag. Um, I just don't know where it is because of the move. I can't find half of my NOS stuff. So um, I just WD-40'd the shit out of it, cleaned the connections, got it working. And sure enough, it, it started working. So... Uh, this just goes back to what I talked about in earlier podcasts about how much of these trucks just need cleaning, um, cleaning, greasing, elbow grease, TLC, put it, put it in. And a lot of the stuff comes back to life. Uh, headlight switch was that way. Um, you know, a lot of that stuff just needs, you know, the window cranks, uh, window regulators and all that stuff. You take the door panels off, grease them up lubricate everything and it's amazing how much better they work uh, so we haven't gotten to that stage yet with the red truck we were more focused on mechanicals um, but 
we uh, we loaded the scout that we were taking to Fall Rally onto the trailer, and we loaded up with all of our gear and stuff we were going to sell, and me and Josie and Steve and the dog loaded up, and we headed to California. And uh, truck did amazing. Uh, you know, could do 60 on the straights while towing. Uh, we averaged eight and three quarters miles to the gallon. Um you know, you just couldn't ask for better performance like that. Uh, the rear end did start making noise. I think there's a spider gear in the power lock that's going out uh, or that it's chipped or broken or something because um, it only does it when it's loaded and only does it when you're making sharp turns and it sounds like hell. So um, there's that that needs to be addressed still because when it's unloaded, no noise. But anyway... Uh, the truck did phenomenal, didn't overheat. We pulled some grades, we pulled some hills, and it was warm. And the truck was loaded and uh, did fine. Just, I, I couldn't have asked for a better, a better setup. Um, you know, it needs a bunch of insulation. It needs, definitely needs some fit and finish work. Um, you know, all 50 something years of it, uh, the doors not having seals anymore, and window felts are gone. and there's no flooring it whatsoever, um, so it's just drone city. Um, there is a bunch of rust under the dash, like the C series is get. That's just how it is. Uh, so, um, yeah, that needs to be addressed at some point. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure yet um, when we're gonna do that, but. Um, We'll get there, get there eventually. Um, I'm just super grateful that the owner had taken the um, flooring up when he did and, um, you know, kept the floor from rusting because that's what happens. Those rubber mats just capture all that moisture and cause rust. So then um, after that, truck did really well and um, just chipping away at the small stuff now like i said you know lubing the window tracks and and doing all that i've hauled several more hauls since fall rally um and it's just been done great uh you know it's it really speaks a lot to the brand when you can take a truck that's been sitting since 1999 and throw a bunch of brakes and rubber at it tune up and start hauling with it and you know i've made several hauls like i said and it's just been been wonderful so um i will probably do some upgrading in the future drivetrain wise um the 304 is great but you know um could use a little more power it'd be nice to do the hills at 65 instead of 40 um but for now uh i love it i'm happy with it and um it's just gonna keep going i don't plan on selling it it's going to be a forever truck. Um, what is for sale right now is my black truck with the Cummins in it. So that you'll see that coming up here real soon. But anyway, um, I think I'm going to cut that episode off. Um, covered everything I want to cover about that red truck. So um, yeah, thanks again, everyone. And um, I will see you next time. It's been Dan from Binder Boneyard. <laughs>